Hey, this is Billy. This is Sam Hastings. And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast. I'm just going to give you one right here. All right, buddy. So in charge of the class. episode, a little twist to today's episode. We have our first official uh, Sam's House sponsored uh, athlete, sponsored uh I'd say sponsored individual in a whole. Um, he is, uh, he's the first person I ever truly sponsored at an event. Um, and let's just see if he ever wants to continue it. I'd love to uh, continue my portion as well. But he's like, you know, let's just say he's a local hero. Um, love to bring him on. Excited to see uh, what he has to say. Well, without further ado, let's bring in our boy Thomas all the way from your neck of the woods, man. Yes. Um, went to school in uh, near me, like in Austin a bit. So he was like, you know, Austin kind of hometown guy. Um, did some serious traveling kind of all over. I'm sure he'll uh, get into some um, some nits, a little bit of information about that. There he is. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Uh, getting all this stuff all set up. No, right on, dude. Thanks for joining us, man. This is uh, Spill the Sauce, kind of me and Sam's place to talk food or whatever else we think is interesting. And for months now, I guess we've been trying to get you on. And uh, here we go, dude. Yeah. You're finally on the show. Thanks for coming by, man. Yeah, no problem. I just I just so happen to have the whole week off. So, you know, what better time than now to uh, just sit down and talk about, you know, the good old days, like the fighting and and uh, hot sauce, all that good stuff. Yes, man. No, it's been stoked. I've been, uh, I brought you up previously, like, um before we really get into like any of the sponsorship or what you do to billy a while ago like this was months and months ago and billy was ecstatic he's just like dude we have to bring him on because uh he's a passionate feller he, he lives out on the on the west coast though he's he's not with us right now okay now it's a little yeah. it's, it's a little too cold over there for me dude but but I've, I've always been like a huge like mma fan so i thought like why not i, I know same through food you're kind of his guy through like MMA. So like, why not just bring you on? I'm, I'm sure everybody want to learn, like, you know, how all, all this stuff ties together. The first thing I want to say, though, if you look in the background, Sam, you see the Hormel sponsored. Uh, is that a wild jersey? Uh, no. Um, so actually, uh, so I used to live in Austin mm-hmm. uh, where Sam lives right now, I think. Um, and they have a like semi-pro hockey team there called the Bruins. Oh, okay. And before i don't know if they do it now still but before they honored like a hometown hero at one of their games and they brought him to the middle of the hockey rink and they basically had like an assembly like all of the they announced the hometown hero of the the uh the quarter or whatever and i I just so happened to be one of the hometown heroes Mm -hmm. and i had all of the current um bruins players sign my jersey too so i got it framed and everything so i I was honored by the awesome bruins a few years back uh so yeah that's that's what that jersey man that's that's spam town usa right there that's some good love yeah every every time we bring up austin or minnesota sam's always talking about spam and how good it always smells that one time of the year when they got the spam spell going around so that's why the first thing i caught was like that hormel logo uh but yeah i mean there we go add that to the resume uh to Sam, local hero, as opposed to fucking badass and just takes people's lives all the time. Yep. So, so take us into it, man. How'd you get into, you know, being a badass? Like, how'd you get into like MMA? How'd you get into fighting? Yeah. I know you do some other things on the side too, but that's what really like caught our eye. Well, 
That's a, it's a really good question. I get asked that question a lot. You know, how did I get into such a barbaric sport? And it's, there's no real like easy answer uh, for me to, to kind of explain. I can, I can really go in many directions with this, this question. Um, I guess in one direction I'd like to take it is um, I've kind of always been involved in like combatives type stuff. I grew up wrestling I wrestled in youth, I wrestled in middle school, I wrestled in high school, and um, wrestling kind of was my pathway to joining another gym uh, to learn more combatives type stuff. So um, I guess that's kind of how I really started was wrestling. And um, I just wanted to be involved more after high school. Um, In high school, I was I was an okay wrestler. I wasn't like the greatest wrestler. I wasn't like an all state. I didn't, I didn't go to, to nationals or anything like that. Um, I was just an okay wrestler and I loved wrestling so much. I wanted to do more of things like that. So I ended up finding a gym in Rochester called Maya Roberto's Jitsu Academy. And that's kind of where I started training after high school for things that are like combative sports where I can go one-on-one with a person. And um, that's kind of how it all started realistically for MMA and uh, mixed martial arts, jujitsu, boxing, all that stuff was just my desire to want to continue kicking people's asses. <laughs> yeah. To put you it, do uh, pretty good at it. Um, I've seen firsthand. Yeah. The thing about wrestlers is Sam, like when wrestlers say like they're okay at wrestling, it means like they're pretty foot, like they're really fucking good at wrestling. Cause like wrestlers are like, I always put like, re- not like in the same camp, but like wrestlers, skateboarders, like people who fall, like constantly want to do better. Like wrestlers, like you're f- fucking constantly getting your ass beat, but you're like, oh, going to the gym tomorrow for like four hours. And you're like, that guy's, yeah. a, fucking, that guy's a psycho or like something's like not, <laughs> but it's like for real, like, like my, but like my buddies growing up were like a bunch of them were wrestlers or I used to do like Muay Thai at a gym for like a long time. And they always tell you like, no, nah, just come do the wrestling class one time. Come do a jitsu. And you're like, I don't know if it's as fun on the ground as it is like standing up, dude. Because once you get on the ground, like life gets real, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure. like, yeah, it gets real. So like uh, the thing for me is like, and I've, I've been watching like fights forever, dude. Like since I was a kid, like how do you get over that fear of like going on the ground? Like, because for me, like the second you get on the ground, like you're literally just helpless. If you don't know what you're doing, like that's it. Like you're just like done. Yeah. But it's someone who's experienced, especially. So like when things That's go there. That's a really good question too. So I just had a Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament this last Saturday in, in the Twin Cities. And I went against uh, a college All-American wrestler. So before he put up his, you know, career in actual wrestling, he started jiu-jitsu. And I've never come anywhere near that level whatsoever. So going against this guy was like, holy cow, this is this is like high, top caliber wrestling that I'm going to be going against, but in a jujitsu aspect. So it's kind of like wrestling, but not so much like just takedowns and, and pinning. It's more like submissions. And uh, I'll tell you what, my level of wrestling compared to his level of wrestling, he, he beat me. So that's all I have to say. <laughs> he, beat, he beat me quick. Um, to get over the fearful aspects before we shook hands and we started to go against each other, it was, it was like, whatever, man. I just, I was so eager to get, get in there and go against this guy to see what I was capable of doing against uh, an all American wrestler in college. And um, 
I wanted to see what I was able to overcome with his attacks to me. And uh, I think I did pretty well all the way up until the point where he put me into submission and I had to basically either, you know, tap and, and uh, call it a, a match and then uh, go on to the next one. You know, it's just, it's a jujitsu tournament. It's not, like, it's not like I'm competing for a championship belt. It's just for fun, you know? So I really, I, I love competing against the best. I, I really do. And that guy is one of the best in college wrestling and at his time and just going against him was, was a lot of fun for me. So, yeah. You're very humble. I'm, I'm sure Billy yeah, can manage that right then. It's, I, mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you've seen those things, but like I kind of follow those things a little bit, like the Polaris and like all those like, you know, jiu like tournaments and stuff. Like, dude, you guys are going like four or five times at it, like in a, in a day. And like, whether you get your ass kicked or not, like two seconds after the match, if it, like, like both guys are smiling, like they're ready to go on to the next one. It's like, yeah. I, I, I don't know if personally I could do like get my ass kicked and be like, oh shit, shake this guy's hand or like be cool with it. Like it's, it's a different like level of like bravery or like courage to get over. So like that's it's one of those things like applaud, man. It's like the level of courage to be like such a badass, but like be like so humble about it. It's pretty cool, yeah, dude. Like, sure. He was actually my first match of the tournament too. And I had a couple oh, more shit. matches after that. So <laughs> not only was he my first match, I ended up walking away with the second place uh, silver medal for that whole tournament, which means that he was the first place. I was the second. And there was a bunch of others after me, like there was a bronze and then fourth and fifth and sixth place. But um, like, despite the fact that I lost against that guy, I still had to get my shit back together. You know, I, I still had to get back in the game mentally and physically to work my way back up to even getting a second place silver medal. You know, it, just because I lost my first match doesn't mean the tournament's over. Like I still had to win more matches to get a silver medal. And uh, that's, that's the awesome aspect about combative sports or just like mixed martial arts is the resilience and uh, the ability to bounce back after a loss and, and things like that. Like losing sucks. I, I made a post um, after that tournament. Losing is terrible. I, I hate losing. I'm a winner. I was born a winner. And uh now as an adult, I learned that I've, I've became the person that if I ever lose in that atmosphere that I'm able to bounce back from a loss, I'm able to learn from it. I'm not going to let that loss bother me and I'm going to go back after it. That's the best way to do it. And I know, um, I know before we brought you on, Billy was mentioned, like, you know, obviously, uh, this is like a sponsored person and, uh, and I was just like, continued sponsored. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm really curious if there's anything I could do for you because I imagine, which I don't know if Billy knows this, um, you know, we're getting older and are you completely like out of that, you know, combative punch each other in the face? Um, yeah. Fighting? I mean, my 30th birthday, I don't know how old you guys are, but my 30th birthday is not this Friday, but next Friday. And uh, I'm already feeling it. I'm already feeling age. So yeah, we're, I'm definitely getting older. I'm not a 19 year old, you know, when I started fighting, I was 19 years old. That's when I had my debut fight. And I went against a guy who was 33. He was like undefeated still which is actually a phenomenal story on his end, you know, being in that age, being undefeated in MMA and I beat him, but I'm not that guy anymore. I'm not, you know, a young buck who can bounce back from a, a weekend tournament or a, an MMA fight. Like the last fight that you watched, Sam, 
man, I, it took me all week to recover from that fight, even though like I finished him in the second round. The first round though was ugly. Like he rocked me so hard and I'm like, Jesus, like, I think I thought I was going to lose. And uh, it took me a very long time to recover from that. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to fight. There has to be a really sweet deal for me in order to want to fight again, like a phenomenal deal, like money wise for me to be able to use that money to donate to a nonprofit. Yeah. Well, because obviously, you know, outside of getting older, you're the family man, too. So that's definitely something else to kind of start changing gears, I imagine, because, you know, you're younger, you have nothing to lose. You know, you get beat to shit, you go home, you're just like, fuck it, you know, let's just get back into it. But you you have more to fight for now. I mean, like I said, family man, everything. So was that a big um, mindset to, you know, push you away from it? Because obviously you still want to compete with jujitsu and a lot of those things that are just a little maybe easier on the body to a degree. Oh yeah, for sure. So I, I definitely see myself practicing and competing in Brazilian jiu-jitsu for the rest of my life. It's easy for me to just, if I get put into submission in jujitsu, like I did this last Saturday, it's easy for me just to be like, you know, I'm going to tap out, whatever, you know, you got it. Um, but in MMA, because MMA fighters train, for months for one fight just one like giving up in an mma fight is non-negotiable it's not going to happen like you you better put me out because it's not going to happen and uh now it just there's there's a lot to lose there's a lot to lose health wise you know i have a wife um my wife and i are expecting at the end of september so it's I want to be there. I want to be a good father for my child. I want to be a good husband and a good partner for us. You know, I want to be a family man and I can't do that when I'm getting, you know, knocked, you know, I'm getting my head rocked, you know, and I'm having to take an entire week to recover. Like I I can't do that. So like I said, if a, if a fight was in the future, it would have to be a very sweet deal. (laughs) Well, maybe someday, you know, uh, spill the sauce. Uh, we'll just make it big time and we'll put that together for you. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's yeah. it's it's amazing, like, how much people, like, don't realize, like, how long it takes to recover. I mean, not that I would either, but, like, I was always wondering, like, is it usually, like, a week to recover after a fight? Or do you think, like, because I would imagine it would take, like, a month at least. Like, man, like, yeah. like pure, like, bone to bone, like, the skin to skin. Like, man, like, I feel like a week is, like, not even enough to recover. Like, maybe the bruise will go away, but the pain won't. Oh, for sure. Um, I had a fight a long time ago against this guy named Melvin Cruz, who came from the Bronx, New York. He was undefeated at the time. And I was the middleweight, which is 185 pounds, MMA champion for Driller Promotions. I have the belt right here, but I was defending the belts. I'll show you guys all of that in a little bit. But um, for this fight, I was defending the belts and I thought I should have won the fight. I think I did, I did enough, but I ended up losing by split decision, which is like right in the middle. He got like a, a fraction of a point and he won. But I remember like three days after when the adrenaline was all, you know, down, like my emotions were over it. Like I, I got over the fight, you know, three days after losing, like my face was transformed. My he put my face through a meat grinder, like my my forehead, my eyes were all puffy. I had black eyes. Both of my eyes were black. My hands were all 
swollen from punching and, and defending like that fight, I think was probably the longest it took me to recover. I think it was about a month and a half for me to finally look normal again. (laughs) Yeah, That is rough, man. Holy crap. How many, how many fights have you, do you have so far? Have you had, I have, 20 fights so far, um, 19 MMA fights and one Muay Thai kickboxing fight. Um, And that's over a span of 10 years. So that's kind of just taking it slowly, uh, doing a couple of fights here and there. Um, I went like on a streak for about a year. I I had like five fights in a year. Um, But for a lot of people, 10 years, you know, they can really rack up a lot of good fights if they finish the fights and do well. But a lot of my fights, they went to the distance, like they went all the rounds and they were back and forth fights. Like my first title fight was a split decision victory that I won. Um, but that fight again, too, was like that Melvin Cruz fight where it took me a very long time to recover. Like I remember the next morning I couldn't walk. <laughs> I couldn't walk because like my my tendons and both my knees, like he was just kicking me and my legs. It, it was crazy. So, um, yeah, 20 fights. <laughs> that's, that's insane. That, you, you said it's taking it slow, but I, that's not, dude, even if that's two fights a year, man, you're spending what, like seven, eight months of a year fucking preparing and like what, the other four fucking recovering probably? Jesus Christ. That's insane. Yeah. So typically people use about three to four months to get ready for a fight. So on average, you can rack up i mean three fights a year and that's a pretty good career for a lot of people so i think i was a little on the slow side but i've had three fights over the span of the last three years i think um if i can really if i yeah so yeah it's not too bad yeah yeah, because obviously you're not that young buck that, you know, obviously has nothing to live for. I mean, you're a busy guy. Um, I mean, so you're currently, um, yeah, mention to Billy, like, what's your current field you're in? Because, yeah, it's not as easy as it is for you to just yeah. jump out of work for a bit. I mean, you're, you're involved. Mm-hmm. So before, when I had that crazy year, I had like five fights in one year. I was just working as a bouncer at Torgi's Live. And I was just, you know, working on the weekends. I was serving here and there, but I was able to train twice a day, two hours a session every single day and, and still, you know, do my bouncing job. But now I'm a nurse. So being a nurse and working a a full-time nursing job and trying to be a family guy and trying to be a good husband, like, yeah, it's, it's not the same anymore. (laughs) I can't just go bounce at Torgi's live and train every single day you know, multiple times a day anymore. I can't do that. <laughs> or what's it like? I mean, showing up to work, you know, a little black and blue, are they just like, oh, that's why you took the job probably is so good insurance or they can oh. fix you up again. <laughs> yeah. The, the benefits are definitely a lot better than they were when I was a bouncer, but uh, um, you know, it's, it's actually really funny too, because my the residents that I, I would take care of at the long-term care facility that I work at, um, they they're all really supportive. Like they all know that I'm a fighter and they all see the newspaper articles and they all see the stories and they hear all the, the other stories, like all the other aides and nurses talk because most, for the most part, they're all pretty with it still. Um, I know 
just the reality of the aspect of long-term care and taking care of the elderly, dementia and Alzheimer's is a, is a factor, but a lot of them, they're pretty with it. And they have a lot of questions when it comes to fighting and they're all very supportive. They all tell me they pray for me. And after a fight or like after a hard training session, they, uh, they see that I'm all scratched up and they all, they ask questions and they're all caring and everything. And it's, it's like, they're all my grandparents. <laughs> yeah. So, so since being a fighter and now you're, you know, you're a nurse, so you know, something about taking care of yourself as being a food podcast, you know, ties into that. Like, you know, how does, you know, eating well, taking care of your body definitely relate to like being a fighter. Like how, how well yeah. like, does that go affect like fight day? You know what I mean? So one thing that I love about hot sauce is it's a great substitute to help make your bland food tastes so much better like smoky jays that's one of my favorites i love the i i can't pronounce it pinata dinata yeah that's another one of my favorites uh uh funky garlic you know all of that stuff that you could i i like my funky garlic on my breakfast like my eggs and my bacon that's a great breakfast uh, hot sauce um but instead of you know loading your stuff up with ranch which is still really good like i love ranch but sometimes when you're cutting weight you know you gotta you know you gotta have a sacrifice and for me it's it's like all of that extra stuff it's the ranch it's the barbecue sauce it's it's the ketchup you know i won't have any of that but instead what i did for the last few fights that i've had was i used hot sauce and thank god sam sauce exists because that <laughs> was my saving grace for this last fight <laughs> so I was able to use that and not just suffer just by eating plain chicken breast every single day, which is what I used to do. I can just put some, you know, smoky J on that chicken breast and it'd be great. You know, it's, it's a great substitute. It's, it's, it's funny. Cause like my rest of our friends in high school, like before the season will come up, they'd be kind of like, they won't be fat, but you could tell when they're chubby. Cause they're not like in shape yet. They're, they're cheesing kind of puffy and they're something kind of big and they'd be like oh yeah season's coming up and then like in a month later you've seen them ripped jacked sweating there was like no no it's about what you eat it's about what you eat and man it's like sometimes really is true like the shit you eat like like so like do you how, before, like how far before a fight would you say like your fight camp starts like three four months before um so let's say i got a contract offered today mm -hmm a promoter from the Midwest or the entire uh, nation would offer me a contract and I would accept today would be day one of that. Uh, like I would say, okay. yep, I'm in, you know, it may take me a week or so to process the paperwork, but as soon as I tell that guy via email or message or text that I'm in, like, that's the fight that I want today would be day one for training. So I would probably start training seriously, like taper up, and, you know, do like two days starting tomorrow and then three days starting in like two months and then four days uh, a month out of the fight. And then maybe two weeks before the fight, I'll start to taper it down. So that's how the physical training would usually go. Um, and wh when I say two days, three days, that means like two workouts a day, three mm -hmm. workouts a day, four workouts a day. Um, and that's, you know, boxing, jujitsu, running. Uh, weightlifting, things like that. And now where the diet starts coming into play is typically about eight weeks out of a fight. Mm -hmm. It takes me about eight weeks to get to um, where I'm at right now, all the way down to where I want to be. 
And uh, currently I'm about 250 pounds, uh, which is, it's not bad, but I but can't you be. Down a, you get down to 180 from 250? I actually, I have to get down to 185 to 205. So those are the two weight classes that I try to fluctuate um, or I try to accept fights at. So let's say, uh, going back to the promoters, let's say a promoter message me, messages me and say, and says like, Hey, I have a fight offer for you at 185 or 205. And in the back of my mind, I'll be like, okay, I'm like, I'm 220 right now. So I'll take the 185 pound fight or I'm sitting at about 245, 250 right now. I'll take the 205 pound fight, you know, whatever I'm closer to is I'll take the smaller amount. Um, so that's kind of how I justify that. But the dieting aspect really starts to get into hard gear, like about eight weeks out is when I start to cut all the crap out. I don't drink any of the beer. I don't dr- eat candy bars. Like I'll start stashing all my candy bars or like <laughs> I'm a salty nut roll. And you know, before, I'm, man. <laughs> I'm a, I have a big sweet tooth. I really do. And, um, so I'll, I'll start hiding all of that stuff. I'll just go to my chicken breast, salads, eggs, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> so yeah, definitely some some sauce flares. I remember, um, yeah, it, it was just it was great to see or hear that from like another point of view because everyone else just you know throws hot sauce on stuff for flavor. Um, but I mean, for you, it's like, I mean, there's a reason for it. I mean, let's just say if you're cutting weight, you're eating bland things, probably no cooking fats really. So got to have something to spice it up, man. And I, I was glad and uh, really appreciative to, uh, to help you and, uh, you know, show some support, some local love, local hero. Yeah, for sure. No problem. And it, uh, I think it's always been that way too, if I could find a decent hot sauce, but now I, I know you exist. So it's going to be Sam sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's funny because every time every time we ask somebody like food was striking to it, people always go, yeah, and Smoky J, that's the one. And so that's why like I was like cracking up when everyone always says pixel and Smoky J. So looks like that's gonna be your big hitter, Sam, for real. It is, man. I, I dig it, dude. People really love it. Um, yeah. b- b- before we get you going, I want to ask you a few other questions. I may relate it. I'm gonna hit you with some quick ones. I want you to give me the answers just top of your head. I'm hit you with a bunch of favorites. Favorite fighter all time. <laughs> Gee, okay at the top of my head i would probably have to say um i would say fighters the diaz brothers i love the diaz brothers no. you know i love their attitude their attitude and my attitude doesn't necessarily like reflect each other mm-hmm. but i love their mentality like uh nate diaz his training methods is a training method that i adopted when i was a young fighter just being a, like a triathlete. I've done a couple of sprint triathlons before, but his mentality is phenomenal. I, I love the guy. I love the way he trains. It's, it's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so funny when watching Nick Diaz fight, it literally for him, like the fight goes backwards. He starts off like super slow. And then by the time, like in the last minute, like that last Leon Edwards fight, like the last minute of the fight, he was like, yep, time just whoops some ass. It's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. I'm, I'm from, I'm from the Bay area. So every time I go by Stockton, like I'm always hyped to go. He yeah. always seems like the Nate Diaz uh, murals. So they're fucking, the fact that you just said that the Diaz brothers was fucking awesome. Yeah. I used to live in Stockton actually. Oh, and, no shit. Uh, I stopped by their gym uh, in Lodi uh, a couple of times and I did a tournament there, but yeah, it, I love, I love their aspect. My, one of my philosophies in fighting is I got to outlast my opponent. And if I can do that, then I'm winning. And that's, how Nate views his fights too. Like if, if their fights went an unlimited amount of time, 
Yeah. They would win every yeah. single fight. Mm-hmm. It just it's funny too because like Stockton, like people just think like Bay Area, I think like the East Bay, the Bay Area is like kind of nicer, but like Stockton is the fucking hood. Like it's <laughs> real shit in Stockton. Like, yeah, it's real life stuff. Uh favorite fight. Favorite fight. Um, I would have to say uh Gustafsson. I don't know if I said his name right. Um, but him and John Bones Jones, the first time they That's fought. Right. It went the distance. That was a phenomenal fight, back and forth war. I think, uh, I think Bones lost. <laughs> I think Bones lost a couple of fights, in my opinion, but I think that was one of them. Uh, the global scorecards probably says differently, but that was a great fight. It was very motivating for me to watch that, just to see the two warriors that they are go back and forth and not give up. It's it's a great fight. Not the uh, the Pokemon card, uh, Logan Paul dude. Um, Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that guy's funny. I, I have my own opinions on him. A lot of people do. Uh, but I think the thing about him is that he's actually bringing a lot of attention to boxing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people thought boxing was a dying sport. But because of the Paul brothers, they're they're actually bringing a lot of attention to boxing. It's it's weird. Like we're talking about him. So, I mean, yeah. it works. Exactly. I mean, I mean his, his older brother fought like Floyd Mayweather. Like no one can, no one could say that. Like what, fifty people could say that? That's it. Like just exactly. that's a, it's a crazy feat to have. So, uh, last couple of things I'm gonna ask you. The so we have a big main event this week. Got the big, big one. Gaethje or or uh, Oliveira? Who do you have? Uh, Justin Gaethje or Oliveira? Well, I'm I'm a poor year fan, uh, and he lost in a very disappointing way when he fought Oliveira last. Uh, so I'm just going to go with Oliveira. Mm-hmm. I, I think he continues his streak with defending his belt and continues on his resume. The guy came from nothing, really. Like, he, nobody knew who he was until he fought for that title. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't know who he was. Like, I didn't know the name. I probably watched his fights here and there and just forgot about him, you know, after he was done. But... I, I actually, I'm pulling for him because I think Justin Gagey held the title before, right? I don't know. Uh, I think the interim for like a little bit, like a year and a half ago. And that was it. But he was like, I don't, he's like, I want the real shit. And then I think like he never got the chance. So th- yeah. I think it was his first time actually going for the belt. I think. Uh, the second time, I'm sorry. He lost, he lost to Khabib. I'm sorry. That's right. He lost to Khabib last yeah, time. That, that's true. Um, yeah, I think Oliveira is going to take that one. Yeah. It, it's going to be an interesting one for the first time Oliveira is the under. All right. So. We always have this one last question to ask our guests. This is the non-MMA related question. This is how we kind of leave it off, uh, kind of how we end this podcast. But you're driving from Stockton to Minnesota, right? And you're stopped by a gas station late at night. You're getting gas, coffee, water, all the essentials. And then what are three gas station items that you get every single time besides water coffee like energy like like cutting weight or when and when you're not (laughs) oh good one good one sam (laughs) that's a good question i'm gonna go with not cutting weight um because (laughs) i'm road tripping i a road trip and cutting weight do not mix uh, because i've i've also done that drive a few times before i've drove to stockton to austin to stockton to austin a uh, handful of times and it's it's a very long drive and uh i would actually well at first i'd probably get water gotta stay hydrated um and i'd probably get an energy drink uh just keep myself awake and then i'll probably get like something to snack on but yeah so, so, so give me like three snacking items you would get 
three snacking items. Uh, well, you, you got to have popcorn. Popcorn is an ultimate snack item. Okay. Uh, uh, boom, chicka pop. Uh, not to, I'm, they're not sponsoring me, but they're one of my favorite popcorns. Um, Hannah's probably just like, that's what's up. She loves that shit too. <laughs> um, I probably get like, I am a, recently big into wasabi almonds. Oh. I probably get those. And then maybe like peanut M&Ms because, you know, there's some, just something you can hold in your hand and just, you know, just eat a little bit here and there. Peanut M&M love. It's great, man. Yeah, I peanut love M&Ms it. are like the number one snack. Ever. Yeah, that's, that's the best snack of all time. Uh, so like, let's just say if you were trying to be more like health conscious, maybe not necessarily cutting, are you just getting like uh, carrot sticks? Um, <laughs> some hummus? If your gas station has carrot sticks, don't get them, please. <laughs> we don't want a you couple hard boiled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was a blast, Thomas. No, it's been a, it's been fantastic. I hope to continue uh, keeping an eye on you, especially with your Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. If there's any other opportunities that, if you're going to be participating in something big where you need a hand um, for like maybe some sponsorship or something, I'd love to continue that train, man, because uh, you do good things. We didn't have a chance to really talk about it, but extremely charitable. Um, I mean, before we cut this off, what was, what was your total donations? Um, do you have like a, a career, um, like total of how much you have donated? Uh, that's another really great, uh, great question. I haven't tallied up the total recently, but the, since the beginning of this year till now, I've raised $10,002 in 2022. All of last year, I raised about $31,500, just a rough estimate. So adding the two, that's about 41,000. And then all of the years prior to that, I've, I've definitely raised over $150,000 through MMA fighting my two fists, you know, punching people in the face, you know, to get those donations, to get that sponsorship, you know, all of the, all of the stuff that I'm looking at that you've seen a lot of posts about right now uh, or recently on Instagram, like all, all of that, like I think about all of the money that's raised and all of the stuff that it's went back to. And, and maybe next time another podcast that we have, or if you, and you feel like inviting me back, we could talk all about that stuff. And uh, yeah. For sure, man. Let's do it. I know you're, yeah, you're, guy. you're always welcome back here anytime, man. Like we always, Definitely open doors. Suppose if there's like another a week down the road, you're just like, hey, I ain't got nothing going on. Be like, dude, let's do it, man. That'd be fantastic. We'd be totally down for it, man. Again, thanks for joining us. Um, anything you want to plug? You know, where people find you, where they find your matches, where they could donate, uh, leave any of your causes. Actually, uh, there's a couple of people, uh, a couple of guys that I want to give a shout out to. Yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, my teammates at Start BJJ. Start BJJ is a gym out of St. Cloud, Minnesota. Um, a bunch of my teammates have fights coming up this weekend, Ooh. and uh, I'm going to them. I'm going to be a spectator for the first time in a very long time at an MMA fight. And uh, it's this Friday on the 6th. It's for a promotion called CES. Uh, so uh, Augie is going to have his debut MMA fight. We call him Augie. Um, so he's going to be fighting at 185. So shout out to Augie, shout out to Joey Hart, shout out to uh, Cody Milhausen, shout out to my uh, training partner, coach, and corner who cornered me for my last two fights. Um, uh, shout out to Brock Larson, shout out to uh, who else? We got a lot of people. <laughs> 
Um, shout out to Angel Pacheco. Uh, shout out to Star PJJ and the whole crew that are fighting this weekend. You know, I wish you the best of like best of luck. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be supporting. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be going crazy for you guys, just like you guys have been going crazy for me for my fights and stuff like that. I'm super excited. So you know, best of luck, and uh, I just I can't wait. I'm excited. Fuck yeah! Shout out Smokey J. No, right on, man. Thanks, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate you, dude. Whenever you want to come back on, just let me or Sam know, and you're always more than welcome to come on, man. Sure. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Right on, boys. Been a pleasure to see you boys later.